Welcome to the HR Locker podcast. On today's episode, we're joined by Bob Casey, Senior Client Partner at Corn Ferry. Bob joins us to discuss the challenges of leadership. Having played at the highest levels of international and club rugby, Bob is vastly experienced in motivating people to get the very best out of them. Following his retirement from sport in 2012, he successfully transitioned to the corporate world, taking on the role of CEO at London Irish, before returning to Ireland in 2017 to join Corn Ferry, the world's largest organisational consulting firm. Today's show is hosted by Christelle Rin, Head of Product Marketing and HR Locker, and she asks Bob about the skills it takes to be a great leader on and off the pitch, and the measures executives can apply to build a better, more engaged culture. Today on the show, we are delighted to have with us Bob Casey. Bob is a former rugby union footballer who used to play with the London Irish until his retirement at the end of the 2011-2012 season. Bob was part of the Irish team that recorded Ireland's largest win in 2000, beating the US in an amazing 83-3 result. After his retirement from play, Bob took the role of operations director and then the CEO at the same club until he resigned in March 2017. Bob is currently a senior client partner at Corn Ferry. Corn Ferry is a global organizational consulting firm. Corn Ferry work with organizations to design their structures, roles and responsibilities. Bob now operates at senior management and board level, both in Ireland and internationally. Today we'll be interviewing Bob in regards to um, his transition into the business world. So we're delighted to have you here today, Bob. So thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so we'll get straight into the questions because I have a load of questions for you. So <laughs> hopefully I won't take up too much of your time. Um, so um, Bob, obviously a lot of people would know you from the London Irish and from your rugby days. Things have changed since then. Um, so how have you found the transition from the field to the boardroom? And was there anything that stood out for you or surprised you, I suppose, during the transition or the change in career? Yeah, uh, look, it's been a challenge. Like everyone who finishes one career and uh, that they've loved for 15 years that you're going into a whole new world at the age of 34, 35. So as opposed to someone starting their career when they leave university, you're actually starting your career in your mid 30s. So it's daunting, it's a challenge and you've got to persevere and be resilient. So thankfully I was, and I got lucky. I got a couple of great opportunities. Um, so it's, it's gone well, uh, but certainly the first year I was, you know, having to adapt um, it was really trying to find your purpose as well you know um, and trying to find your motivation because when you're part of a team you've got a common goal and and it's it's weekly you know you have a game weekly so it was uh, it was a challenge at the start but um, I've really enjoyed it I suppose some of the learnings have been um, in terms of when you're playing professional sport the feedback is very immediate so you know you either make the tackle or you don't you either score the try or you don't and it's all videoed there's gps there's heart rate monitors and it's weekly so you're getting feedback direct and weekly and you're giving feedback as a captain i was giving feedback a lot so i suppose in the corporate world i found it a bit different you know feedback doesn't come as often and 
also I found in certain organizations I was in, people don't, um, aren't as used to getting feedback as well. So how I gave feedback to people, I certainly had to adapt and change. Um, and I suppose being six foot seven and about 20 stone, <laughs> I certainly learned that it's best to give feedback sitting down. Um, but no, there's lots of learnings and, uh, and look, thankfully I've enjoyed it along the way. Yeah. So what you mentioned there, one of the things is, you know, the, the feedback and definitely, um, you know, I suppose it's a different world because you're in such a, a closeness team, close in a team when you're work when you're in a sports world. But, you know, what do you think would be some of the main skills that you acquired in sport and that you've really taken with you into the corporate world? Yeah. And um, so work ethic is the foundation of any successful career, successful person person so to be successful in rugby certainly work ethic was was huge I think um I was fascinated about about Corn Ferry because it's all around people and performance um so rugby does prepare you prepare you for that because that's what it is it's a high performance environment with with people and so you're trying to understand what makes people tick how you can motivate them how you can drive them on to higher levels of performance so a lot of it is very transferable. Um, so in my corporate role now as, as, as managing director, it's it's trying to understand people, what makes them tick, what what's their motivation, what's their purpose, and then how can I help them achieve their purpose and achieve their goals? So that's really my role is, is around supporting people. And that's, uh, as, a, as a rugby player and as a captain, that was my role, you know, I got to make sure I'm good at the nuts and bolts and, and the day job. But on top of that, then making sure that you're really helping develop people. So work ethic, I think, um, understanding people and performance, discipline, certainly. I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd in terms of structure. So in terms of attention to detail, getting the job done, love a good action list, um, love a good to do list. Um, so I, I do think it, it prepares you well, but you certainly have to learn and, and, and adapt along the way and be open to learning um, along the way. Yeah, I suppose one of the things we do here at HR Locker is that, um, you know, we we have really tried to learn from the um, the the way performance reviews are done within the, the sports world, because I, I do like that, that it's the constant feedback, which is which is important, because if you're getting a review once every 12 months, you know, it's if you've made that mu- that mistake nine months ago, you, you're continuing to make that mistake. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. So, you know, it's, it's one of the things that we've tried to adapt internally by having that, you know, it doesn't have to be an, a formal appraisal review, but giving that constant feedback is, is important. And because you're trying to, um, you're trying to grow the person and make sure that they're getting the right training and make sure that they're they're learning and and, and keep moving forward. Um, so that's definitely something that I have taken from the the sports world, and we we try to we try to really put it in here. Um, but you know, in terms of if you were to give something um, of advice for um, kind of that C-suite team of CEOs or CFOs in regards to leadership and motivation, you know, is it that kind of constant feedback, or you know, what would be the areas do you think that you would say this is what you've learned from the professional sports world? Um, well, I suppose I, I take the learnings from professional sport, but the learnings from the, the CEOs that I work with and the chairs and. CPOs that I work with, um, 
I find the best leaders are very self-aware. So, so they understand what they're good at, but equally they understand what they're, they're not good at. And they bring people in and they have people supporting them who um, can fill that gap that they, they don't have. So I think that's very, very much a key to being a successful leader. So being self-aware, I think giving people clarity and, and communicating with them regularly is, is really important. And then I, 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 I think it's very important to, to create a positive environment um, where you've not got energy sappers or people who are, who are being negative, you know, because to do anything really well in life, you know, you have to have massive levels of, of energy. And like to, to have energy to really go at it every day, especially in the COVID world, where you're at home and you're getting up and you're in front of a computer, um, you need to be happy and 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 so it's important that you create that environment where people have the platform to enjoy what they do, but they're clear on what they're doing and, and what success looks like. So that's a lot of what we see with the best leaders we work with is around that. Um, and, and they do lead by example, you know, in terms of work ethic, but in terms of, you know, they, they, they do what they say they're going to do as well. So they're authentic. <laughs> I think you're 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 dead right. We say with the in terms of the CEO or the leadership team is that, you know, even if we take the analogy of the sports field, um, you're not going to be good at every single position as much as you may yeah. think you are. I have a six year old who thinks he is. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's you, you know that's reality is that you need to understand what areas that you're good at and where you need to bring the team in to to work to get success. You know. Um, so for those of us, um, I suppose you can only take from our amateur team sports, you know, from the for most of us GA here, um, you know, would, the, would you take from that framework as well and kind of bring that in, you know, or, or what areas there do you think people can take? Oh, absolutely. I was lucky. I, I grew up in amateur sport. I played a lot of Gaelic and hurling and, and there's a real sense of community. Um, so we're doing a lot of work with leaders around purposeful leadership. So they, you have to have a purpose. Um, so I always find amateur sport is a real clear purpose. You know, you're coming together as a community to try and be successful. And it means so much to the community, your family, your friends who you live with day in, day out. So I think there's a lot to be learned around that. Um, and also it's the enjoyment factor, like the crack you have. Uh, you know and the banter and that's pretty pretty important um so there's a lot to be taken from amateur sports yeah and i yeah i think yeah. if you're especially if you're talking about the ga it's not like people are being transferred over to another year to another county it's just not done right so yeah. you know, you're you're in it and you're working together and and, and really yeah. trying to pull the the, the team along yeah. um, you know so it's a good it's I, I definitely think it's it's a good way for people to learn even for kids and things like that a good work ethic as well Absolutely. um you know, so so you're now obviously working with with corn corn ferry um your managing director there um, if you were to offer organizations one piece of advice in managing their people through the, the current economic and obviously COVID issues and different challenges, different challenges, it seems in 2020 we have different challenges every single week. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would advice would you give to people? Well, we've found that the best clients that we're working with in terms of how they've reacted to the COVID world is, you know, they have focused on, on their people. So it hasn't been all about revenue and clients and 
they first and foremost put their people first. So making sure they're okay, communicating with them, being flexible. So if they need to down tools, they, they feel like they can down tools. Is there also outside help? You know, is there, you know, experts that can come in and help work with people? So, for example, mental health is obviously a big, big issue at the moment. Um, so we found that the best organizations are really focused on, on their people. And it's not just talk. It's actually practical steps they're putting in place, getting experts in, giving them time off giving them flexibility, providing support for them at home, making sure they're checking in with them regularly. Like, for example, one thing we do here at Corn Ferry is we have it in the diary for half an hour every Thursday, and it's called the chats, where it's just a reminder for, for each other just to ring your mobile or whatever, just ring up, how are you getting on? What are you up to? How's your week going? You know, so little things like that. But um, yeah, look, for us, it's all about people. Uh, and if you look after your people, your business takes care of itself. Then. Yeah, I, and I, I think that that is key is because, unfortunately, we don't know what's going on at home with people. You know, they could have sick people at home. They could be isolating. They could be doing, you know, they could be an array of yeah. things going on. And right now with remote working, we are in their homes. That's the that's the. That's the reality of it, you know, um, and hopefully 2021 might be a little bit different, but I don't think it's going away for the, <laughs> for the yeah. immediate future. Um, and I think I read somewhere a while ago or something like, um, you know, people, um, your, your people, people make businesses. You know, it's, it's not it's not figures that make businesses. It's people that make businesses. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so Bob, it was really great having you. And thank you so much for answering all my oh, questions. Oh, pleasure. Um, so if um, so, the best place for people to go, Corn Ferry is is the website. That's the best place if they want to learn more about. Yeah, absolutely, or, or or connect with me um, online or on LinkedIn. I mean, essentially, what we do is we we work with our clients to help synchronize their overall strategy with their people, just to improve performance. So whether that's how do you a reward your people, how do you assess them, develop them, and then if needs be, how do you attract new talent. So yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn or cornferry.com. Thank you so much, Bob. You take care now. Brilliant. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks for listening. Check us out at hrlocker.com. The show was hosted by Crystal Wren and produced by Jenny Martin. Subscribe to catch the latest episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you'd like to feature, get in touch by emailing us at marketing at hrlocker.com. You can also follow HR Locker on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn.